Mercado is one of the newest and hottest platforms on the supply chain market, and they are shining light into the dark spaces of supply chain. To learn more, check out my last episode on letstalksupplychain.com forward slash season two dash episode 58. Welcome to Let's Talk Supply Chain. My name is Sarah Barnes-Humphrey, and each week I bring you the top supply chain professionals in the industry. You will learn about best practices, new innovation, and most up-to-date information about supply chain. I believe that collaboration is the future of business, and I have designed this show to ensure you have all the information you need to succeed in business and in your supply chain. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder, has to say. How long does it take you to get a duty rate or guidance on the right HS classification from your current customs broker? With Border Buddy's new revolutionary self-service technology, you will never go traditional again. We have created a platform that allows you to get instant quotes on duties, taxes, and customs fees to import your products into North America. To get 10% off your first clearance, sign up at borderbuddy.com forward slash Let's Talk Supply Chain. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. I know that I keep talking about my YouTube channel called the SC Supply Chain TV, but it's only because I am super excited to share with you what I have been working on. By now, hopefully the first video series called the Data Insights has launched and I cannot wait to get the feedback from you. I'm going to be working on these video series. It's going to break down supply chain topics into five bite-sized pieces with a tangible takeaway just for you so you can put into action right away. So please let me know what you think. I'm also should have maybe launched my mentorship session as well, which I will be putting on YouTube. It's a recent mentorship session that I did talking about opening up an import export business and what you need to think about and have the mindset around supply chain. But before I introduce you to the next project that's going to be coming up and launching on YouTube, let's get to listeners corner. So I won't be able to get to everybody today because this question stirred up quite the conversations comes from Layla and Houston. Thank you so much for sending it in. What advice would you give to young professionals coming into supply chain? Over on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn page, Lisa Fenton says, I would encourage them to start working on their designation as soon as possible. Tamara Nay, Smart Abby, supply chain is an interesting profession which calls for one to always come up with ideas on the go to ensure the final consumer of whatever service product being sold has the best experience. Daria Kromenskaya, I think here they they must learn to look ahead. It's like a game of chess. Angie Reno, be yourself. Don't placate to bad culture. Seek out mentorship programs. Timothy A. Pajak, he says the advice I give to young professionals is to be open to a variety of opportunity or paths. Andrea Russell, realize that people before you have lots of great information to share. Be open to those who offer you advice. Max Sullivan also commented as well as um, Andrea Yabut and all of their answers are going to be at letstalksupplychain.com under listeners corner. Anthony Gordon, he 
commented on my personal LinkedIn. Stay on the management versus service side. Andrew, AJ, he said, being in supply chain is not as glamorous as other industries, but the knowledge you can learn far surpasses others. Over on Instagram, the real BMJ logistics isn't the most attractive career. It will not make you insta-famous. Silver links supply. If you are passionate about it, learn as much as you can. Pretty Naya. Sarah, my advice will be supply chain is a very interesting profession. They should be willing to know what each unit in the chain does and how they seamlessly join together to ensure finished goods get to the final consumer in good shape. Over on Twitter, Ulrich says, my take on this question is as usual. Stay curious and challenge tradition. And Lillian Dukes, who was on my Woman in Supply Chain series, um, she talks about the field still being a mystery to many. Those who appear to be taking the lead enjoy that ability to tackle complex problems and have a passion for fixing business issues. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Each one of these guys, their answers are, I have expanded on their answers over on the website. So make sure to check that out. Remember to follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram every single Wednesday to have your opinion matter and engage in great conversations about supply chain. And if you have a supply chain question, send it to me at listener at letstalksupplychain.com. So today is a big day because I am introducing you to my new partners in crime for the new Trade Squad TV show that will be airing on my YouTube channel coming up in a couple of weeks. It'll be a cross between Sports Center and The View, and you will want to make sure to tune in as we debate the hot topics in supply chain, not only amongst ourselves, but with a new guest each and every episode. So without further ado, let's get to know the Trade Squad. So welcome to the show, Leah and Audrey. Thank, Thank you. you, Sarah. Yeah, I know you guys are just as pumped as I am to introduce the Trade Squad to the world. So let's get to know you and set the stage for what's to come. Leah, let's start with you. Why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, and why do you want to debate the hot topics with me on the Trade Squad? Absolutely. My name is Leah Gould-Hawes. And I am the California Statewide Director for the Centers for International Trade Development, which is a statewide network of service providers that give consultation and training and resources to small businesses looking to engage in export activities. And simultaneously, um, my title is also Sector Navigator of Global Trade which means I work with the 114 California community colleges in supporting a curriculum that focuses on international business and global trade. I love that. What a great introduction and another reason why people should want to tune into the Trade Squad once we've launched. And if anyone is not familiar with Audrey... Why don't you give us some insight into why you want to be part of the Trade Squad and an overview of who you are and what you do? So I'm currently a logistics and customs specialist with a private label custom beauty company here in Mississauga, which is outside of Toronto. Uh, so I handle the international trade, international freight, uh, customs compliance, uh, some international tax pieces, um, and just generally... Um, and an in-house resource for our uh, sales and uh, product development teams. Awesome. So you're going to be able to give us that shipper perspective, right? 
the shipper perspective, the supply chain perspective, the kind of the person who actually fills out all of the forms that get you those trade deal tax advantages. So sort of that person, I'm that person, the nitty gritty person. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, you are actually our, my woman in supply chain blog for April. Um, so everybody is going to be hearing so much from you this month. And I'm super excited for that because I think everybody should know both of you. And mm-hmm. I think just being able to you know, talk about your journey in that blog is going to be super amazing and super important for the listeners. But why don't you tell us about your journey for this podcast? You know, where did you start? How did you get into supply chain? And, you know, why is supply chain a passion for you? For sure. Uh, So I got started, I started as a summer student at a company that does custom beauty. And I had such a great time. I was learning a lot of different things and I really didn't have a set idea of what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, So I decided I was having a good time and I'd stay here. Um, I bounced around. I started a bit in sales and kind of costing pricing. I moved into product development and global sourcing, moved into procurement um, and Orchard's always been kind of a global company. So we have vendors and customers that are pretty much all around the world. So it keeps it interesting. Uh, And supply chain is just, it's one of those things where there's a lot of variables that are involved. uh, And so it's never the same for us. It's, there's always something that's different and changing, always something new to learn. Uh, And I think, you know, for me, fundamentally, I'm just a curious person. I like to learn new things. I meet different people and see different experiences. So I kind of stumbled into supply chain before I really understood and knew what it was. And, uh, and then now it's just about making sure that we're being compliant, making sure that we're um, a business that operates with integrity uh, and, and trying to, to, to really, you know, push that kind of sustainable supply chain and, and being transparent about who we're using and, and what's going on. So, so that's kind of my new, my new bent in supply chain is, is that. I love that. And if anybody is not following you on Twitter, where can they find you on Twitter? Because you post, you and Leah both post some pretty good, uh, pretty good stuff about supply chain, about your day, you know, how, how stuff's kind of gone wrong before you had your first cup of coffee. (laughs) Yes, it's pretty real life over on, on mine. Um, Probably not really curated at all, but uh, I'm at Trey Audrey on Twitter. So T-R-E-S. A-U-D-R-E-Y. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag fashion and local happenings and yeah. Supply chain. Just trying to trying to be positive, supply chain, change the world, drink some coffee, you know, go for my day. Awesome, awesome. I love that. So now let's get to Leah. Um, what about you? How did you get started in the industry? What did your path look like? And why is supply chain such a passion for you? Yeah. So my uh, journey into just global trade generally probably took a a, a little more of a winding path. I was a small business consultant and also running my own boutique marketing firm and had a lot of clients who were engaged with customers overseas who were struggling in terms of how to best take advantage of that engagement. And so that's what really started to pique my interest. And then from there, I um, ended up designing a product 
was a board game called No Opportunity, K-N-O-W. And uh, very quickly, and much to my surprise and delight, ended up receiving requests for that game and its subsequent curriculum um, from countries all around the world. I think at one point we had uh, queries from about 13 different countries and even, um, you know, some educational institutions overseas who wanted to integrate the program into their uh, curriculum. So those were some simultaneous things that I was engaged on, engaged in several years ago. I was also doing consulting work on behalf of the Centers for International Trade Development um, part-time and then the chancellor's office here in California started a new initiative to put greater focus on economic and workforce development unique to global trade. And I was asked to apply for the role of, at that time, it was a deputy sector navigator. And I took that position and um, had also been doing uh, entrepreneur training for global entrepreneurship, working with women entrepreneurs, uh, developed a program with the United Way. Um, training women entrepreneurs um, for global entrepreneurship. So just had a lot of, of different angles, if you will, in terms of my business um, engagement. And for me, moving from that role as deputy sector navigator now to the sector navigator and the statewide director, I, I really think my background is something that's valuable in that I come from that small business perspective. And that's the thing that Trade Squad to me is, is particularly intriguing because supply chain is a, a critical element, as all of us on, on the podcast know, when it comes to fulfilling that, um, you know, foreign customer engagement. But for a small business, oftentimes you're a one, two person shop, uh, you know, and maybe the most you understand about supply chain is that you've dropped off your package at FedEx or put your faith in Amazon and hope that you meet the regulatory concerns, labeling, etc. And so anytime there are resources that are available, like Trade Squad, that we can point small business to is just so important and so critical. And that's why I'm really excited to be part of this. Absolutely. And I cannot wait for your perspective because I think, like you said, you have the entrepreneurial spirit, you know, um, and that doesn't go away, you know, whether you're doing that now or not. Um, you know, you've got the small business perspective, but then you've also got that high level perspective from not only the government side, but also you are talking to a lot of the people. You know, you're talking to the ports, you're talking to small business, you're talking to the freight forwarders, you are talking to our next generation of supply chain professionals. Which exactly. And that to me is also what's so exciting because, you know, part of my work is to identify what are the emerging trends in global trade and obviously including supply chain and being able to articulate, articulate that emerging trend to the colleges, which are our training mechanism for the workforce. And to me, wanting to convey, particularly to college students, how potentially exciting this field really is. Absolutely. And I know that you've got a robust Twitter as well. So where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn, all under at Leah Global. And please join me on any of those platforms to engage in a conversation around trade. Perfect. Perfect. That's awesome. So now I am going to throw this question out to both of you. And you kind of touched on it, Leah. Um 
in the last question. But why do you think it's so important to have a show like the Trade Squad and so that we're debating the hot topics, that we're bringing them to light and we're putting different perspectives and different spins on it? Okay, I'll just jump in really quick because it's interesting. I just had, um, I was invited to a dinner party over the weekend, and one of the women there is an investor in uh, some new AI technology that is being used for uh, supply chain and tracking of, of global shipments. And, you know, in the same uh, conversation, there was a discussion around blockchain's application to uh, the supply chain and what that will mean as it becomes a more recognized um, tool in the industry. So one of the things that I think is really exciting about a podcast like this is it's a field and an industry that's so dynamic and changing so frequently I think there's going to be a lot of interest in this topic because there's a lot to keep up with. A lot is happening in this space. Absolutely. And just before Audrey jumps in on that, I'm going to agree with you because I took a call with um, a woman who reached out to me on LinkedIn, wanted to sort of, you know, just chat about supply chain. And she said that she's extremely overwhelmed by all the information that's out there, not only the information, but how fast everything is changing. And that was one of her questions to me you know, how do you deal with that? And so I think you're right. I think we need, you know, programs, we need shows that are going to get right down to it. Audrey? Oh, I completely agree with that. And there's there's kind of a weird, a weird space, you know, like we have, you know, media and newspapers and news shows that kind of cover, you know, they think they're covering these big trade issues and they get these people on their shows and you're like, have you ever filled out a NAFTA? Like, do you have any idea? what the <laughs> trade agreement means for the person, you know, the importer or the exporter who's actually dealing with it. And I think um, the great piece about kind of social media and podcasts and, you know, vlogging and these sorts of things is it gives a space for people um, who are kind of in it and doing it. Um, and also a space for women to have a voice. I think I'm, I'm really excited to be, to be putting this together with, the, with you and, you know, just, actually having people who are working on the ground doing this. Um, and like, I'm, I'm not an expert in everything. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not maybe polished speaker or, you know, like some media star, but, you know, I think we, we have resources, we have experiences, we have connections and, and we've built these networks. And I think if we can be helpful to, to, as Leah was saying, helpful to the people who have, you know, one person in their office, they're just getting started and they're looking for information, um, you know, then that's, that's going to be great for us if, if we can, you know, kind of be a source for that information and, and just offer a different perspective. Um, you know, as women, we have a, a kind of different perspective in, in our experiences and then, and in the, in our thought process maybe. And then, and then the three of us just professionally have different experiences kind of throughout our journeys and, and, you know, what's coming next for us. It's, it's all kind of new and different. So that's, Absolutely. that's why I'm excited about it. Our, uh, our first guest is Irina. So it is going to be an all female first show, yeah. but we are going to have a guest every single show. And we're mm -hmm. going to invite obviously men onto the show because we want to make sure that we are covering the different perspectives from everybody and sort of all Absolutely. angles. And I think you're right. Absolutely. You know, people that are on the ground talking to people in it every single day, that's who we want to hear from. 
You know, that's mm-hmm. who we want to debate those topics. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And I think that we're going to be able to bring fun into supply chain. You know, I, I joke because two babes talk supply chain when I first started was bringing sexy back into supply chain. Well, you know, hopefully we can bring that fun and sort of that edge that the next generation is also looking for. Everybody's looking to have fun in this industry. And that's, I think, what we're going to do as well. So. I know that we're going to debate the hot topics and I don't really want to get into any of the hot topics that we're going to debate in the first show. But what do you think are some of the biggest challenges in supply chain today that we should be covering and that maybe we will cover in some upcoming episodes? Audrey? Sure. Um, Oh, I think, gosh, the planning, you know, just what Leah was saying, like a lot of the people you're talking to, it seems like everything is changing so quickly and what's going to happen um, but I think, you know, there are certain fundamentals and certain ways to to kind of plan or strategize for your business, um, you know, and, 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 you know, you can avoid some of those pitfalls, you know, based on the experiences that we've had and hopefully can share with people. Um, what else? You know, ever anything, you know, when you're tied into a global network and everything's global, you know, you are kind of, you are kind of stuck weathering when different locations or different situations arise where, um, each country is doing something differently or being maybe inconsistent to what they were doing before. So things like those free trade agreements and getting getting more standardized um, kind of in the world helps to create that stability. And so, you know, every, everybody's, you know, always, always conscious of that and, and looking for, you know, I guess, plans or, or strategies around, you know, keeping it together while, while these big changes and shuffles are happening. Um, Absolutely. And just knowing that there's somebody else out there kind of in that similar role that are having some of the same challenges. And we're Mm going to be able to give our suggestions on solutions, right? Whether they they might not work for everybody, but just your personal experience of, of what's helped and what hasn't. What about you, Leah? What do you see as some of the biggest challenges in supply chain? Yeah, I, I probably would tackle this from the two hats that I wear as the you know director for the centers. Um, I think small business in particular is really taking advantage of e-commerce as the primary mechanism for export transactions. But there are a lot of gray areas for a small business in terms of how they understand and navigate their supply chain. And, you know, obviously that's um, e-commerce being used both by small manufacturers who maybe are importing importing components that are going to be reassembled here and exported again, um, or, you know, a business that's, that's selling uh, B2C through e-commerce. So what's been interesting from my perspective is the conversations with all of these industry leaders around what the impact is um, because of e-commerce on the supply chain. So I think that'll be a really interesting subject to tackle. And there are a lot of facets of that. And then, um, you know, I, I do think just from my, my other hat relative to developing the workforce, I'm excited to have discussions around what are the skills that people need to have as they step into, um, you know, job opportunities in the supply chain field, because it's always a, a bit of a mystery, particularly from, you know, a training standpoint. How do you best prepare someone to really take advantage of all of the potential job opportunities that are in the global supply chain field. So if that's a potential topic, I, I'd also be interested in that. 
absolutely. I think that's a good point as well, because we hear a lot about, you know, the talent shortage that's going on. But I also have a bit of a different take on that is that I think that people are out there, we might just not be finding them for some reason. Um, And I'd like to get an idea, you know, what they're learning about supply chain in the schools and practically what people are looking for in the field, which I think Mm -hmm. might be able to help with that as well. So then um, let's talk about supply chain professionals. I mean, we talked about the biggest challenges in supply chain, but what about supply chain professionals? We're all facing, you know, different challenges, being overwhelmed by information, being overwhelmed by technology, innovation, how fast things are moving, that kind of thing. How can we support the community with a show like this, you know, knowing what that they're fa- what they're facing? I mean, Audrey, I don't know if you want to take this one on. Um, maybe as from a shipper's perspective, but with what you're facing on a day-to-day, what do you need from the community to really help support you in that role? Oh, that's a very good question. (laughs) Um, I think, I think just, just, just creating the community, um, just, just knowing that there's a resource that's out there that you can kind of jump into. Um, and, and, and if we can kind of create, you know, obviously there'll be kind of a podcast and that they can watch that. Um, but then that there's a kind of social community that builds up around it. Um, similar to, to what's going with Let's Talk Supply Chain, where you have kind of a question of a week um, and just building and supporting people in their networking and, and making sure that, you know, people are, are getting connected um, and then they can share in, in their own experiences as well. You know, really creating an engagement and, and community, I think, is is one of the ways that people can see that one, they're, they're not, you know, they're not alone in this. Um, and two, that there's, there's people that they can connect with and, and learn from and, and work together with. Um, it's definitely, you know, the economy as we go forward is becoming so much more collaborative. So I think people are, are less inclined to, Oh, I'm just going to figure this out by myself and like reinvent the wheel. It's like, you know, we can reinvent the wheel, but let's have like six or seven or eight of us, working on that project together, working on that, that community issue together. Yeah. And I think from a, from a visual perspective as well, you know, to mm-hmm. have sort of that engagement um, that mm-hmm. we're going to have over video, um, yeah. we're going to be posting it on YouTube and people are going to be able to watch it. They're going to be able to see yeah. us, see our expressions, you know, <laughs> when we're, <laughs> you know, whether I agree with you or not, or whether you whether agree I roll with my eyes, not. like, <laughs> <laughs> there will definitely be rolling of the eyes, but it will be yeah. all good and nothing personal. <laughs> Leah, yeah, what about yeah. you? What do you think? Well, I think Audrey really hit the nail on the head. I think it's important for supply chain professionals to, you know, be aware of all of the different areas of overlap because that creates those connections and expands the network, which is so critical. Um, and I think too that particularly for folks that maybe don't have a robust supply chain department, but they're in the small business perspective, um, you know, understanding the nomenclature so that it's less mysterious and that, you know, a a small business in particular feels comfortable in engaging with a supply chain professional. I think that's something Trade Squad can really, uh, you know, take a leadership role in, if you will, sort of demystifying supply chain because it is Mm. so massive and and so uh complex that if there's ways that we can 
uh, showcase how you engage a supply chain professional and how the supply chain professionals are are connected in all of these areas of overlap. I think that's going to be a really exciting opportunity. Absolutely. I just did. Well, first of all, before I get into that, you said a really big word there, nomenclature. What does that mean? You know, just the the unique terminology that's used specifically in any particular industry. Once we start getting into free trade agreement language and, you know, things like Mm -hmm. that, it can be a little, um, you know, intimidating for certain folks who are new to this. So yeah. That's yeah. what I meant by my so fancy vocabulary. Industry today. jargon. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. I just want to make sure, and I'm going to make sure during the, the show that we're not using too, too much of it because obviously we want supply chain professionals to watch, but we want anybody to be able to watch, right? From a supply chain, from, from a small business perspective as well, so that they can learn about their supply chain. And the example that I was going to use was I was just on a mentorship call. Um, a couple of days ago, and I'm actually going to be uploading that to the YouTube channel as well, because I think people can learn from that uh, video conversation that I was having having with her. And we talked about how important supply chain is to the small business because she was talking about starting an import-export business. And I was like, well, have you thought about this? If you're looking at materials, you need to consider this. And there was a lot of information and she sort of came out of it a little bit overwhelmed and sort of saying, wow, that's a lot to learn. And I was like, well, you don't need to know everything. You just need to consider it from a supply chain perspective and make sure you're asking the right questions at the right times. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, And I think, you know, this type of conversation that Trade Squad is leading empowers people to be able to take those questions to their partners in the supply chain uh, field. And that's that's a big relief when you feel like you actually know what questions you should be asking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally All right. Well, before we wind this down, we're going to get right into the future because I want to know from you guys, what is your crazy intuitive half mad prediction for the next five years in the industry? <laughs> Audrey, do you know? <laughs> oh my gosh, someone's gonna someone's gonna get a hyperloop built. It's gonna happen. It's gotta happen. California kind of dropped it, but they can still pick it up. We can get it from Montreal to Toronto. It's gotta happen. Um, and something that you know may may happen. It seems like such a simple thing, but like a photograph of a POD, like being able to get a POD. Like remotely close to the day that you deliver the goods is like that, you know, it's pretty crazy. I know Um, we could get that. It would like, game changer, people. Game changer. So simple, right? Take a picture of the POD. Send it to me. You know, within you can 20 have a DVD player in your car, but you can't seem to get a picture of a POD. I don't know. How long does it take you currently? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I can't even. Days it takes days, sometimes weeks. All like right, like, oh, this week we'll get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we are definitely going to work on that, and we will bring that up in one of these shows. What about you, Leah? Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think the next five years are going to look like? And think big. 
Yeah, well, um, you know, I'm a fan of Elon Musk. He's down here in Southern California, and uh, I I always feel like he's the visionary. But maybe, you know, five years is not that far down the road, but I'm going to say that machine learning is going to be something that's much more pedestrian in how business Mm. engages with their supply chain and that through that integration of machine learning, it's going to advance the systems that businesses are comfortable utilizing uh, to build their own supply chain. So I'm going to just put that out there. And then, of course, uh, you know, if, if we're dreaming really big, um, you know, maybe it's, you know, how robotics and things like uh, virtual uh, payments and all of that start to impact supply chain as well. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I do think that the AI and the machine learning are coming quicker than most people are thinking. Um, mm-hmm. But I also don't think that they're going to be taking away jobs that everybody is is scared of. I think that jobs are going to transition and they've already started transitioning. Um, and I think that humans bring that strategy, that creativeness that, you know, machine learning and AI, the robotic side of it, cannot bring to the table. They can do the manual jobs that we don't need to do anymore. But oh, I agree. Yeah, and only, only time will tell. Well, thank you guys so much. We've been talking about the Trade Squad TV show that we are going to be filming in mid-April and looking to release towards the end of April. I'll be letting everybody know, and we will be letting everybody know on our social channels once it's ready to go. If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please go and find the SC Supply Chain TV on YouTube. It's The link is also at Let's Talk Supply chain.com under the SC. So go and subscribe. So you are one of the first people to know once it has been launched. Um, this is going to be an amazing show. I hope that you have enjoyed getting to know Audrey and Leah as much as I have. And uh, yeah, look out for the trade squad TV show on the SC supply chain TV coming at you soon. Thank you guys for coming on the show today. Thanks, Sarah. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel called The SC because that is where we are going to house the Trade Squad and you're going to hear more from Audrey, myself, Leah, and our guests on The Trade Squad show. The link will be on the episode page, plus it'll be under the supply chain or the SC tab at letstalksupplychain.com. Stay tuned next week as I have Nino Lo Lacono all the way from Italy. He talks about his journey to success in supply chain, having a startup in supply chain, and what advice he would give to others doing that, as well as his secrets to a good negotiation and how IoT is going to affect the industry. You are not going to want to miss that episode, so make sure to tune in next week. If you would like to support the show, there's a few ways to do that. Number one is with my supply chain dictionary. Go to letstalksupplychain.com. Under shop, you will see the supply chain dictionary, 107 pages full of acronyms and definitions that you need to succeed in the industry. Please rate and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, so other people can find the show 
And I will feature your review on an upcoming episode. Next, go to ships, shipz.com. We are in development mode. So you're going to be one of the first people to know once we are launching. And we will tell you all about it if you go to shipz.com and fill in the inf- fill in your information so that we can email you. Follow us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Every Wednesday, I have a question. On Mondays, I release an episode. And now, Fridays, I'm going to have so many amazing videos for you to check out that is going to bring value to you in your journey to success in supply chain. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, everybody, ship happens.